Hi, my friends, and welcome to How About a Story Season 4, Following the Big Bad Wolf, a true crime investigation in fairy tale land. This is Episode 6. If you need to catch up, go ahead and start with Episode 1, which is The Wolf and the Dog, and we will be here when you get back. Small announcement, this is our second to last episode for the season, but we will be back in time for the summer with all new stories, so make sure you are subscribed so you will be up to date when we get back. Also, if you would like to support the show, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash how about a story. Your contribution will help keep these stories coming and you will even get a shout out at the top of the show. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's dive in. While investigating these crimes in fairy tale land, it really made me aware of the fact that families were being destroyed and they had no support or, you know, they still don't have any support. And especially hit me when I had a chat with Practical. Now the following interview is a little disturbing, so listener discretion is advised. Well, here we are, Pfeiffer and Fiddler, right there, side by side. I'm going to be right next to Fiddler when it's my time. Well, it's not yet. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that. No, I'm not pushing for that. No. <laughs> crazy. Thank you for coming here. I appreciate that. That's crazy. Today marks the 25 years since that wolf took my brothers. No one's caught that wolf. You know, no one's even heard from that wolf. And no one's done anything about that wolf. I wanted to show you. I wanted you to know. Because when I, when I heard that somebody was finally, was finally doing something about this, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even believe it. It didn't matter to me that, you know, yeah, you weren't from these parts. It, I, I don't care. The fact that you're putting in the effort, that you're coming and you're doing this, right? It's huge. I mean, we need new eyes on these things because, I mean, there have been no, no eyes for too long. I mean, somebody's got to know something, right? Of course. That's what I believe. That's why I'm here. Thank you. I'm so sorry for your loss, but were you three close? <laughs> well, it was thick as thieves. I mean, we did everything together. And that year, that year was going to be the year. I mean, we were going to branch out. You know, we're really, really going to make something of ourselves. You know, what, what do the kids say nowadays? This uh, hashtag, what, it, adulting? Yeah, we were going to go at it hardcore. But that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen at Well, in my land, we have your stories, but we only know what has been passed over. I would like to know your account of the encounter, if you're ready to share. I appreciate that you guys tell the stories and that you keep them going, because really, I mean, I heard once years ago, I heard that a person doesn't die once, but a person can die twice. They die when they die, but also when no one talks about them anymore, when they're forgotten. So I'm keeping this going. You know, I, I've been searching for him on my own. Really? Yeah, but I got, well, I got to say, I'm not alone, alone. 
Red and I. <laughs> red and I formed an alliance. Red? <laughs> yeah, you know, Little Red Riding Hood. She goes by Red these days. Oh, I thought Red Riding Hood wasn't around anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. She was. She was gone for a few years, you know, but they uh, they, they put her in one of those, what do you call it, um, the, oh, the witness protection programs. You know, everyone was all, we got to save Red. Yeah. Oh, scary, because he might come back. I mean, that's the truth of it, right? It was it was awful. I, but I was on God. I was ready. I'm still on God. I swear, sometimes I could still hear his howl late at night. I really do. Well, he was never caught. So that does mess with your head. And I believe that you all deserve justice. The goats, the sheep, you and your brothers, Red Riding Hood. Oh, Red Riding Hood. Do you... Do you think she will talk yes, to me? Yes, she does. She definitely does. In fact, I know this. I know this for a fact. We talked about it just the other day. You know, she she told me that if I saw you first, that, uh, hang on, let me find I was supposed to give you her number, so, yeah. Oh, thank you. Private Red. We don't need a prince in shining armor to save us. All right. I like her mission. She's been doing a lot of work, I'm telling you. She's been working with the townspeople since she's come back. She even convinced the queen to encourage all the princesses to learn self-defense. It's what she does. Thank you so much for this information. I intend to call Red very soon. Um, Practical, I know these memories are difficult, but is there anything that comes to mind that you remember that maybe you just didn't tell anybody? Or it's just popped up. Anything that you can share? <sighs> Those were sad times in this village for sure. A big, bad, scary wolf was walking the streets, just blowing down houses and eating people right up. I mean, I saw each attack from my window. How he just blew down Fife's house of straw. I knew it wouldn't stand. I don't mean to be practical. Not just my name, but it is my nature. I didn't think it would go down like that. And then the next night, he did the same thing to fit this house with sticks. I heard him say, I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. I saw how he paced, and how he stalked, and then he came for me. Wait, so you said the attack happened at night? Oh, yeah. It was late, but I could see everything, because it was a full moon. Oh. And then he came to my house, but... I knew my house wouldn't go down. I was still scared, so what did I do? Anything that I could get my hands on and I could move, anything that wasn't nailed down or hammered down, I moved it. I put it in front of the door, and that's when he started pounding. I stood my ground and I said, not by the hair of my chinny, chin, chin. That's when he howled. And began to try to blow my house down. But it didn't work. <clears throat> but then the air shifted. He started going around the house, sniffing, scratching, checking the foundation for an opening, anything. I looked out my window and I just watched. Then suddenly I remembered the roof. And that's when I ran to the fireplace and I started to make the fire. Oh, I was going to make the hottest and the biggest fire ever. I was not going to let him down my chimney. He wasn't going to win. Uh-uh. He took too much already. I heard his claws on the roof, just scratching, scratching. I quickly grabbed more wood and I put a big pot of water over it. If he was gonna come down into my house, <laughs> tables had turned. I'm gonna eat him for dinner. Well, he tried. He came down the chimney backwards. 
And when his tail kissed the flames of my fire, he zooms up that chimney howling. <laughs> he ran back from where he came from. <laughs> his home, sweet home. You know, he, uh, he still came around for days afterwards, looking for a way to try to get in here and try to get me. But you know what I did? I kept that fire hot. I kept that fire stoked every single day. He'd see a cloud of smoke coming right out of my chimney, and he stayed out in the woods. Well, that that is until the incident with Red, you know. But I mean, I mean, come on, the, the Queen guys—they've got all of this info too, you know. But like I said, nothing's been done about any of this until you came. Thank you, Practical. I know this hasn't been easy for you. The wolf created mayhem in fairytale land, and we see here while talking with Practical how he goes through a wide range of emotions. Now, in our realm, I found a website called grief.com forward slash grief after a murder. And this website breaks down how families and individuals go through their grieving process. This is a huge resource that we have in all realm, and unfortunately, fairytale land doesn't have these resources. Experience this type of loss is completely different from losing a loved one to health conditions or old age. These losses are totally unexpected, like a car accident. The five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally acceptance. Some people may stay longer in some of these stages, some people go through them quickly, but it's just a good resource to know that you're normal to go through these stages. But the main thing to remember is to be patient with yourself and those in your life that may be going through these emotions. And I'm so grateful the Practical and Red have joined forces and are trying to find peace by finding this wolf. Now, if you know anything about this wolf, please leave us a tip at 661-544-8226. Practical deserves justice for the loss of his brothers. The old goat deserves justice for her kids. There's countless many more in fairytale land that need this wolf found. In fact, I'm going to go call Red now and find out what she has. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to keep in touch, please head over to our Instagram page at How About a Story and let us know if you've had any sightings of this big bad wolf. Big shout out to Mike Kaz for playing the role of Practical and for Christian Stokes playing the role of the wolf. Thank you guys for bringing this episode to life. This podcast was hosted, directed, edited, produced, and written by me, Isaura Vanegas. The next time, my friends, what stories will you be getting into? <laughs>